and welcome everyone to our first podcast. This is the Two Mats and a Jeff podcast. It's a sports podcast. We thought we'd uh, take some time to do something to get you away from anything that's serious and just have some fun and get your mind off of everything else that's going on in the world uh, today. So our very first podcast, we decided to do a series on uh, NBA greats. And we're starting with the NBA's greatest centers. So we've each developed a list, and we're going to talk about and kind of debate our lists. So uh, NBA's greatest centers. Matt, why don't you start? Give us your list. All right. Well, top five we're talking about, right? Top five. Okay. So number five for me, I put Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, For me, uh, the dream shake, his his nimbleness and his moves. um, He's a career block shot leader. you know, his, his, his thing that he maybe would have been better is that um, he won his titles when Jordan was out. So, you know, that's sort of a caveat that he might have been higher on my list. But, you know, his titles are sort of have an asterisk by him for me. Because if he would have won them with Jordan in there, that would have been. So he's five. For me, Shaq is four. Um, that might be low on some people's lists or whatever. Um, he has four rings. Um, his biggest thing for me was his power. His power, and even though he was big, his touch around the rim. He still had nice touch around the rim. Um, and he was uh, very athletic when he was early. Um, I think as he got bigger, I think his game, the running game, and that type of thing suffered. Um, the biggest thing for me that kept him from maybe even being higher is his free throw percentage. You can't shoot 52% from the line for your career and, and be, like, top, for me, top three or whatever. Um, that and maybe some lack of work ethic, that, and that's why Kobe and he sort of clashed. Uh, for me, number three is Wilt. Um, I, I had trouble with whether or not Wilt or Russell would be number two or number three. That was a big one for me. Um, but for me, Wilt, just his scoring average is, just speaks volumes. I mean, even though he played in an era where he really only had Russell and a few other big centers, nobody averaged that. He was just crazy. Um, four MVPs, two titles. Um, his free throw uh, percentage was 51%. That kept him from me. That's, that was a thing on the border for me with him and Russell. So so that's why I have Will at three. Number two is Bill Russell, just because 11 titles. I mean, that speaks for itself. However, I'm not sure that he gets 11 titles in another era. But he probably would still get some. But um, five MVPs, um, just, uh, you know, he really sort of, for me, another advantage over Will was he sort of contained Will. He never stopped Wilt, but Wilt had trouble with him, whereas Wilt probably didn't have any trouble with anybody else in the league at that point. Um, and then number one for me is Kareem, obviously. Um, not, that's not the reason I picked him because he's a Laker, but that's you know that helps. Um, six titles, so obviously not like Russell as far as titles. Six MVPs, which I didn't realize. That's the most, six MVPs in the league. He had the preeminent shot of all time, probably unguardable pretty much when it, you know, when it, it was on. Um, and just the most points all time. And also he's top 10 uh, all, all defensive, so, which I didn't really know either until today. So that's my list. All right. Okay. What do you got, Jeff? I'm the, I was going to say, I'm the Jeff of the two Matts and the Jeff. Um, I was very similar to Matt's list, so I'm not going to go through all the statistics. I have a couple. So my number five was also like Matt's, and that was Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, same thing with all his nimbleness and everything around and with his titles, yeah, he won two titles, as he mentioned. Um, they were just, you know, in between the Jordan titles. Um, but, yeah, I looked at – I'll go through some statistics. As in, he did 22 points a game and 11 rebounds a game. One MVP, two 
uh, two titles. My number four was also like Matt's, and that was Shaq. Um, he had one MVP, four championship rings. His averages, though, were a little bit higher than Hakeem's with 23 points per game and 11 rebounds. Um, he was a super dominant player. Um, as Matt mentioned, though, again, one of his downsides is he didn't shoot free, free throws. In fact, that's why they had to hack a Shaq. Um, and now they, some of these teams are doing hack a whatever player because that's where it came from that, you know, they figured him out as well foul him, but he maybe will miss both. Um, so uh, that's the downside of Shaq. And plus, you know, he didn't have much of an outside game compared to some of these others as well. Um, this is where we're going to differ. Uh, number three, I had Bill Russell at number three. Um, because I thought, too, like, he, yes, he, he had all the championships, but I think he had a lot of better players around him. Um, so maybe it was part of it. Um, his points per game was a lot less than, like, even Shaq's. Um, his points per game were only 15 points a game. Now, he had a lot of rebounds. He doubled most of the people in rebounds with 22, point, 22 rebounds a game. Um, so Bill Russell was my number three. My number two, then, was Wilt. So we kind of flip-flopped. Um, he had the four MVP, two championships. But his, again, he, had, he averaged 30 points per game, 23 rebounds per game. Um, and I was very close to putting him number one because of his dominance um, because he changed rules. Um, you know, the dimensions of the paint area, um, they changed the rules because of Wilt. You know, I remember, I think I remember seeing this, uh, that he would dunk his free throws, and that's why you're not allowed to jump over the free throw line anymore, because he dunked his free throws. Um, so Wilt was my number two, and just as Matt mentioned, so Kareem, I couldn't not have him at number one, you know, overall points leader. Now, granted, he also played a long time, um, you know, maybe a little longer than he probably could have, um, or should have, I should say, but, um, but he also averaged 24 points a game. Again, as he said, unstoppable with his hook shot and everything else. So we've differed with the second and third of our two. Well, like you're probably going to find in many things, uh, if we keep doing this, uh, we're going to see some differences in my list. There are some similarities, though. So my number five was Shaq. So I have him at number five. And for a lot of the reasons you guys mentioned, uh, I think the big thing with Shaq was the, the dominance underneath and the power. Um, but I think when you look at his inability to shoot free throws, which is crazy for a guy that's a, that's a, you know, a top player that hurts him a lot. I think his lack of other skills, he dominated underneath, but he's not a guy who's going to really hit jump shots or anything like that. And I think some of the, and you're going to see this with, with all the centers, I think on my list, one of the things that I came through for, with is the centers here are Batman and everybody needed a Robin. And you're going to find one of the guys on my list never had a Robin, which is why he didn't have the titles. And I'm going to I'm going to discount titles a little bit on my list too, because a big man can't do it on his own. He needs somebody to feed him the ball. So you know, titles are a team thing, and you get a lot of individual credits. So I, I you know, you're you're going to see some of that on here. But Shaq, he needed you know he needed his his Robin, or maybe it was even Batman. I would I would argue it's Batman. I they argue that Kobe was the better player when they played together. I think had he stuck with the magic and had Penny as his Robin in that case, maybe he's higher on my list. We'll see. I don't know how that would have gone, but I think uh, and I saw recently where he even regrets leaving the magic uh, for his own words. Um, so we'll see. Uh, let's see. Number four, a guy that didn't make any of your lists 
You're probably anticipating him on mine because I was a big Patrick Ewing guy. You see him on the wall there from the Dream Team. Dream Teamer. And this is the guy who didn't have a Robin. He never had a number one guy with him, an, an all-star. His best guy, and I loved him, was John Starks. But John Starks is not an all-timer. John Starks is not a guy that is on anyone's list of all-times anything. He was a gritty guy, totally New York guy. But Patrick Ewing... Coming into the league, you know, he was an MV, a, 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 a big-time rookie of the year and had a lot of skills in his skill set, which included something that Shaq didn't, was jump sh jump shooting. The guy could shoot better, had a nice touch, and you couldn't hack a Ewing like you could hack a Shaq. So he's number four. Number three on my list is Elijah Wan. And I love Elijah Wan's skill set. Um, I agree with what you said about titles as a part of it because he didn't get his, but he needed a Robin, and he got his Robin. Clyde. Right? When Clyde Drexler Clyde. came over. So he got his his Robin, and, I'm, and in that team – He's definitely Batman, and he had he had a number of Robins around. But he, he, while he didn't get his titles because of Jordan, he also didn't get them because I don't ever think he didn't really play with anybody else. It was that great a player until Drexler came over, um, and, and and they got together. Um, number two on my list is Wilt Chamberlain. So you're going to see a guy is not on my list now. He probably uh, you're thinking so Wilt quadruple double. Wilt had a quadruple-double. His statistics speak for themselves. Dominant big man. Of course, I wonder how he would have dominated in today's game or how would he have stacked up against a Shaq or a Patrick Ewing. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. My number one is the same as you guys, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So you're going to see Bill Russell missing from my list because I think the titles, while great and amazing, he had a lot of great players around him that helped him win titles. And I don't know that he was the big dominant guy as much as some other guys are. And I'm not downplaying him. He might have been number six on my list had we gone deeper with our list. But that's my list. Kareem, obviously, we all agree. Number one, uh, all-time points leader. Did it with two teams, which is something I don't think anyone on the list. Uh, well, Will Chamberlain yeah. did with some other teams. And yours with Shaq. Well, well, he didn't win titles. He didn't win no. titles. He played on a lot of teams, yeah. but he only won titles. Shaq only won titles when he was with with the Lakers and Kobe. So, what do you think, guys? Where do we stand on the lists? Well, I know you. Uh, I knew you were a big uh, Knicks guy with Patrick Ewing, so I kind of figured he'd be on yours. Um, I think it's just hard to not have Bill Russell. Um, see, the other thing for me is I didn't see Bill Russell play. Um, yeah. You know. And so, you know, it's harder to say, you know, was he as dominant or not as dominant as some of these other guys. Um, I mean, obviously, I didn't see Wilt, but when you start looking at all the statistics with Wilt, um, it really, you know, really shows it. But, um, like, on my – I extended my list a little bit. Like, I had Patrick Ewing um, in my top ten. Um, Where's he fall? If you, you, you guys had, might have I, gone – who gets I, the honorable mention? I had here? him – I had Patrick Ewing at eight. I don't know how Matt had him. I had him at seven. Okay. So who's so, it, who's ahead of him at six? Then? Uh, Robinson's ahead of him at, for six for me. Okay, Robinson. Right. Okay. See, now maybe more, kind of this was was a homer on me, but um, but I also looked at MVPs and so forth. I had Moses at six because he had three MVPs, which I didn't realize. And took the Sixers to the promise and, land. Yeah, because he had one championship. He averaged 20 points and 12 rebounds a game. So I had Moses as my six, David Robinson as my seven, Patrick Ewing. Then came in at eight. I think 
know, I think, you know, when you looked at Patrick Ewing, I think, yeah, the unfortunate thing is because he didn't get a title. Um, and and who kept him from getting the title? Right, right, the best ever. Right, right. Yeah, the, the best goat, ever. The goat. Right. The goat. So that, that's where I gave him. I, I think had Patrick Ewing played with another great player, if he had a Reggie, a Reggie, a Reggie uh, Miller with him, that team well, yeah, I mean, He could have won. He, was, he pushed yeah. Jordan's teams, and he pushed the um, – Houston team, right? Then he, then they, yeah. They, yeah. So yeah, yeah. they could have won with those. I mean, so I mean, yeah, he was right there. You know, especially you know, again, it doesn't count because we're talking NBA, but like you know, going to college and stuff. You know, those most of those guys were all dominant, super dominant well, in college. I mean, Kareem would have. <laughs> I think Kareem holds up as number he, one on the list if well, you include if you, college. He, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, did, I don't know if you saw the ESPN thing that he didn't win. Uh, Kareem did not win the overall number one. Oh, the bracket. Yes, thing the bracket. Which I like, totally all, that agree. That was voting. That right, was that voting. was voting. That was exactly. What? I mean, I think it's tough to keep Kareem off of any list of, of top. But a lot of young kids today don't really know Kareem as much, yeah. and they, you know, the one thing I had for Kareem was he, you know, like Shaq, Hakeem, um, even Wilt more more so. I don't think uh, Kareem was very nimble. So in other words, he, you could tell as a seven footer, he he had he was coordinated because you don't shoot that skyhook without coordination. However, I don't think nimbleness. Maybe when he was young as Lou Alcindor, but as he got as he, when he was Kareem and everything, I just think that you know he just he just motion wise um, getting up and down the floor. You know, I mean when the Showtime Lakers ran. Kareem sometimes didn't even come down the floor if they if they got a fast break and then there would be like he would come down and trail the play okay now put him now put the captain in the post you know well yeah you didn't so, need him though you no, had worthy well, on yeah, the wing or right, one of those other guys coming him. in you yeah. saved his legs right. by doing that but you know I think when you look at footwork I mean you don't get any better than Elijah Wan and no, that's you know I agree. and and so Elijah Wan could have been on my list of two I put him at three because Wilt is just Wilt but it's tough like Jeff said. I never really saw Will play. I've seen video of him, but I never really saw him play. But they changed the rules for the guy, and you know, I've got, you know, the, his statistics speak for themselves with everything. And you know, I think even in any in any uh, generation, he would have still been up there as a as a great all time great. Which I'm not sure with Bill Russell. I'm just not sure with Bill Russell where that where he would fall in that. I didn't see Russell play either. Obviously, whatever the the, the thing that stands out with Russell means. I mean, eleven titles. Like I said, he doesn't win eleven. And even in the 70s, you know, the 80s, definitely 90s, now, no way. Um, but the thing with Russell for me is the way, like in other words, guys today, they block shots. Where do they block it? They block it in the bleachers. They don't, they just want intimidation and showmanship. Russell literally, and the thing is, that's another thing, both Wilt and Russell, there was no block shot per game statistic when they played. So we don't know how, like I wrote down on my cards, for Russell, I had him at five, six-plus blocks a game probably. Now, I don't know that, but that's just my understanding of how he played right. the game. And he would start fast breaks with a block, not with a rebound, with a block. Now, granted, I think part of it is in the era he played, he's blocking shots of guys that today, or even in the 90s and 80s, he might not be blocking that shot. So, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe he doesn't, whatever. So that's why I sort of discount the 11 was not, you know, I saw on one list I looked at today to prep. That he was at one, and I'm like, that's impossible. He can't be at one, even with eleven. He can't be at one. Just for, but you know, you've said this with with other with guards and four. Just in general, it's very hard to compare errors. We're finding on all of our lists who was the so Shaq is the most recent player, 
And Shaq retired in when? 2013 or whatever it was or earlier yeah. than that? So today's game doesn't afford for any centers. So, you know, it's it's just a different – as it's going on, it's just a different game. I looked well, at one of the lists. I was going to say the newest one they had on, I think the, the highest one they had, and he's on your Lakers now, um, is uh, – I'm blanking on his name. Anthony Davis? No, the other one that comes off the bench. Comes off the bench? Yeah. He played for the Magic, man. Oh, they just saw it. Yes, yeah. he was actually one of the higher ones. Well, on a he list. was pretty high ranked on some on yeah. some yeah. list of things. But I, I mean, like, I, I I don't think that that guy's a great player at all. In my, and I mean, I shouldn't say not a great player, right. but he's not very high on the list uh, of that. And but you're right. I mean, today's game, the seven footers are Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant, and their their mm-hmm. game is completely. You oh, know, they say don't forget about ours, well, Sixer. Right. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Joel Embiid. Uh, he's got a long way to go to make any list, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think he's a great player. I think if he could, you know, I'm just meant like yeah, his physical, his, right. physical, his physical abilities, sk- his shooting, right. you know, the different things. Right. You know, even Anthony Davis, yeah, they they shoot the ball like you know, right. just yeah, you mentioned. I mean, that's why it's so hard to compare errors. But I still um, think that that style of basketball can win basketball games in the NBA consistently if they were to to institute it, you know, more like, you know, that's what they talk about with the Sixers and, and Joel Embiid is, you know, oh, he, he's, the, you know, he's down there on the, on the post. This and I, I just think that that style can play if you, if you play that way, you got to design your team that way. Well, the Lakers, I mean, I mean, the game has changed some from when Shaq played with the Lakers, but it's still, I mean, the three point shot is more prevalent now than it was then, but it was still pretty prevalent then. And the Lakers basically surrounded him with shooters. I mean, you look, you know, on the floor you had Fisher, Ori, Bryant, Kobe, and uh, whoever else. They surrounded. They basically said, "Okay, you're going to double him. We're going to we're going to get three. You don't double him, he's going to score." So yeah, I agree that 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 style can make yeah. a comeback or whatever. And hopefully, Embiid for the Sixers can do that sometime. But I, I don't know. So. But I mean, who else? Uh, who else is on your uh, honorable oh. mentions? Alonzo Mourning. Does he make it anywhere? No, no, yeah. no. See, no now Alonzo. I went. My I don't know about Matt, yeah. but I went to ten. Yeah, me too. And but when I got to eight, my nine and ten were very difficult. Yeah. I was trying, and I kind of went more statistics. Like I, my nine was Elvin Hayes because I looked. This guy scored twenty-one points a game, twelve rebounds. Um, and then ten, I went real old school. Those of you guys that are home. Uh, the big man drill. Uh, oh, I know where you're going. George Mikan. He averaged 23 points a game and 13 rebounds. He had seven championships, which I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and they named a drill after right. him. I mean, yeah, and and that's another guy no. though that we never saw play. So I couldn't no. say how great or not great he was, but he definitely was a guy who came up, you know, when when looking up great centers as a guy that should be considered, but it's really hard. I mean, his games were all in black and white right. long before I was watching basketball. Right. Well, I didn't even – so I, when I looked about today, so I didn't even realize that Mike and not even all of his seven titles were in the no, NBA. they weren't. One was in something called the NBL and one was in the BAA. So I guess those were just precursors to the NBA or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Mike and was nine on my list. Cause like, so I had Robinson six, Ewing seven, hmm. Moses eight. And those, those for me, that was like – I just – it was almost like a coin toss for those three slots for me. Um, so uh, I had Mike in at nine. And then for 10, I originally actually wrote down Bill Walton. But I could not do it when I, I didn't realize that Bill Walton only averaged 13 points a game. Well, Now, granted, he had some players around him and everything. And I was going to say, I, when yeah. I looked him up, yeah, yeah. like he was – Early on, he was dominant in Portland, and then he got injured. Injuries. He, he had a lot of injuries. Did he average in the twenties, like in the set early late seventies when he had his? Titles? I think 
they were saying that you know he was just dominant. I didn't look yeah. at his right. And he he, pro- yeah. he had to have met yeah, because in his later years he plays this, he plays with the Celtics. He gets a title right. with the Celtics. Remember, right. so this is where right. my right. argument of titles do- doesn't, doesn't mean too right. much. Right. He's coming off the bench. He's playing a few minutes. He's probably averaging five or six points a game at that point. So he, if he's averaging five or six points a game at that point, he's got to be averaging in the high twenties earlier in his career right. when he was dominant. So coming out of college, and again, a guy I didn't see, but a guy that you know you know a little bit about. Right. He was dominant, but I think he fell off because of injury. I think it was his knees and his back right. and stuff, and that he it, the longevity of it. You know, that's where the the you know so the Bill Russell, for example, eleven titles. That means you know he was around and, and playing well, same thing with career. at a pretty high level yeah. for a I long time. That, so I thought I read today that Russell only played thirteen seasons. So eleven out of thirteen. One title. Compared to like Kareem and uh, who else? The other guys are playing like twenty. You know, even Shaq. I think I think I realized played like um, you know seventeen or eighteen. Well, and the, there's some very forgettable seasons for well, him because yeah. he played for some teams. I can't even remember all of them because he bounced yeah. around. Right. He Cleveland. played for the Suns. He played for Cleveland. For, for the Heat. <laughs> played for Cleveland. I can yeah. I want to name that one. He just bounced yeah. around at the end of his career. I I think Shaq. If you get Shaq. That is. Uh, Orlando Magic Shaq early in his career before he put on the extra weight and right. stuff like that. He stays at that weight, at that shape. Right. It's a different conversation, a little bit about Shaq. And he's a dominant, great center, all-timer. Obviously, he's made right. all of our lists. Um, but he's probably up the list a little bit higher if he keeps himself in better shape. Right. What's some of your others? I was just going to say, so it's funny you said, so you said about Elvin Hayes. On the, on the bottom of my list here, I put... No Tim Duncan, no Elvin Hayes, no Bob McAdoo, because Elvin Hayes played power forward when Wes Unsell played center. Um, they were on the floor almost together. I, I looked it up because well, I've had Elvin. Hold Hayes. on, then. David Robinson's on your list, and he played with Duncan. I know Duncan was not. Duncan doesn't make my list because he's not a five. The last, that's he's when he not got a, his title, so that might be a reason to, for me to bump. Robinson down from six to seven or eight or whatever. Right. But yes, because I did have that for Robinson. Well, because I, I felt that, weird that yeah, there's yeah. a different list you look at. Yes. Tim Duncan was on a center's list. Tim Duncan, like, exactly. he's, he's not, not a center. center. I, right. I, I didn't, right. I didn't even think about him for this, right? Because of that, I didn't have, and I, there were definitely places where people have him listed as a top whatever center. He's not a center in my opinion. He doesn't play like a center. He doesn't. I mean, he's got a lot of great skills, right. and he can do that. But that's not where that's not where he is. So I'm with you. So what else that. did you have? So I had a bunch of just a bunch of other people. So I had. I didn't realize that. Uh, you know, obviously being a Lakers fan or whatever. Dave Cowens, although I wasn't really a Lakers fan. Dave Cowens in the middle seventies. I didn't realize that guy averaged seventeen and thirteen, and I had, and they won two titles. I didn't even realize. Those, I didn't even remember that the Celtics won two titles in the middle of the seventies. <coughs> I was ten years old or whatever. So, anyhow. Um, but some other guys I had written down, um, I'll go back to one, but I had Nate Thurmond, Willis Reed, Robert Parrish, Wes Unsell, Nordis Gilmore, just based on stats and that type of thing. The one thing that just popped into my head that reminded me, you said about Moses and whatever. I think the reason I didn't have Moses higher was because the, the one thing I saw, like he's a bit of, he was a bit of a vagabond. Like he paid, I didn't realize he played for, I think there was a dozen teams listed or more. And my thought was if if he was that great, why, why did him? why did they not keep him? I mean, his his skill set, offensive rebound is what I wrote down for him. He killed on offensive boards. And everything um, I've heard about him when he came to the Sixers was his leadership and how he helped them. You know, they always say get to the promised land, but he did because right. he knew how to win. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a, a couple guys on your – oh, uh, you know – Guys like Parrish and stuff, I don't know that they make the list if it's not. I mean, he's a good, serviceable center, yeah. but 
he's got a lot. He's got titles and stuff because of the guys that were around him. You know, and you know, it's like yeah, I was. You know, so, I forget. I didn't write down, but I forget what he. They, they listed what he averaged, right. and I was surprised that he well, averaged. He was that. Even, than you think and it might have been that he averaged like we talked about before with one of the other players for with Walton. It might have been that he averaged more when he was with Golden State or something before he came to Boston because he obviously didn't need to. Well, and then he whatever. he stayed around for a while after that. He played yeah. for the he played for the Bulls. He played for yeah. um, I forget one of the teams in in, in Florida. Um, no, the Hornets rather. He played for the Hornets too. So he played long past his years, and that brings guys' averages down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but by your title argument, Bill Lambert should be on your list. <laughs> I guess. I, mean, I don't know if he'd be on my yeah, list, yeah. top ten, but he would be in with those other guys, mm-hmm. definitely. I just didn't he, – I, you know, I don't. I think I saw him on maybe one thing, and I didn't really – I just passed by him. Or maybe it's because of the Laker Piston thing or something. Well, have know. you given the – I mean, he gets the Head Games Award because oh, that was his thing, was yes. playing Head Games. Yep. And The one other person I had written down that I, I always have wondered – what would have been like if it would have been a different world was Arvidas Sabonis. I mean, we but he didn't really come to the Blazers until he was, I don't know, probably I don't, in middle thirties. Mid thirties, I would imagine. Yeah. So yeah, my understanding is that like just the way he would, I'm just would have been really curious to see what it would have been like with him going up against like in the eighties against Ewing and whoever else, big guy, dominant big guys, and Elijah Wan in the late eighties and Robinson and whoever. Um, just curious to see what that would have been like, because what I've seen and heard or whatever, I, I think obviously he wouldn't have been top five or even top six, seven, eight, maybe. But I, he might have made my top ten if I would have known more about him. But just there's just so much of an unknown. That's I think he's Rick Smiths if he is earlier. Oh, I think his, he's better than you Rick think Smith. he's better from a from my understanding and watching. Uh, that, you guys have seen any of that basketball love story thing on ESPN? I know of it, but I don't yeah. yeah. watch them. One of the things has some someone him that I had seen or whatever, and just some of the shots that they had of him passing. He was, like he was like like that's another thing. I forget who. I was surprised that some of the centers had really good assist numbers. Well, Bill Russell, I read his book, and he said the one season, I think it was a whole season, that was his goal was to. To be, you know, the, to have a lot of assists and stuff. So he made it a point to pass the ball more. And I guess part of it was, I don't know, I'm reading into it a little bit, if I remember correctly. It's quite a few years ago now when I read it, but that basically Wilt was the big scorer and he didn't want to be second fiddle to Wilt. So, hey, I'm going to pass the ball more and I'm going to show you I'm a better team player than Wilt and all that kind of stuff. So, for his, in his mind, and, and, Hey, listen, it plays out with titles. Uh, he's the better team player. I'm going to, I'm about winning titles. Wilt is the individual star. He's about winning individual accolades. Now, you know, I don't know. L- listen, they're both great players, and certainly I don't know that Wilt was ever known for being an outstanding teammate in any way, shape, or form, and he doesn't have as many titles, but that's yeah. part of what I know Bill Russell was about along with a lot of other things. And although he didn't make my top five, I certainly, you know, he's, he's a great player. So I was going to say, I don't know what, like, we can think about nowadays, like, about the center. Like, you know, I think of a team, and we're, it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen this year in this in this playoffs with the Rockets. They have no center, none, okay. no, not a person to be a center. Okay. Um, so it's just going to be interesting to see because we saw how you know the center position is just starting to fade away. Um, you know, the tall guys, like you mentioned, Kevin Durant. You know, if if you mentioned you know heights and stuff. They were, they were talking about errors. You know, people would say, oh, Kevin Durant, 740, should be a center. And he didn't play, he doesn't play anything like a center. No, not at all. They were <laughs> just saying, what did they, I forget what they called him. He's seven day. foot, you know. But 
I, I, I mean, I think they have him as a three, basically, which who would have thought, right? Uh, but I think that's the difference in today's game is they stretch the floor, a lot more, you know, three-point shooting, and you don't need a center as much. If you can if you can stand outside and, and drain threes, why take a two inside when you can get three? Statistically. Yeah, well, yeah we, statistically I was going to say, think, so. about, think about our Sixers. You know, our couple drafts that we had during the beginning of the process years, we took um, Okafor. Okafor, who was – I don't know if he's even in the league. If he is, he's on somebody's, you know, he's in New Orleans. Yeah, 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 I think he plays off the bench. And looking at his game in college, we're like, okay, this guy's going to be a good player. Uh, New Orleans Noel, you know, an athletic guy, but, you know, their games didn't translate. They're just, well, as you guys were talking, I think um, a lot is because the floor is so spread anymore. Like, and I think Embiid has trouble with this, and teams expose this the pick and roll. So, they, you know, if you're not a good, you, listen. You can you can shoot the ball well, defensive. I mean, offensively at the five spot from the outside. But if you can't, if you can't, or not nimble enough to guard the perimeter, then that's how teams. That's how guys. You know, Houston will stick five, three twos and ones on the floor or whatever. And if you can't chase them, yep. you know, that's why I take advantage. Of it'll be real interesting to see what's going to happen with our Sixers. You know, since we're a big team, we're a tall team that yeah. you know going to be different than some of these other teams in this, this year's playoffs. So, yeah. all right. So, any closing words on these top centers? If we're all agreed, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, best center of all time. And seeing now too, it seems like besides a great player, he's a really great person. Apparently, yeah. With, oh yeah, you know, with yeah, lots he's of things like qualities. He's written a bunch of yeah. books. He's won a bunch of awards. I mean, movie a, star, yeah, <laughs> airplane, 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 airplane. I think he's done some other stuff too. Yes. But, but yes, that's true. Um, but you know, all-time points leader for sure. Um, I think I'm glad we started with centers because I know when every time anybody talks about all-time greats of anything, it's it's hard to put a center. On the Mount Rushmore. To, to mix mix yeah. them in with the other players yeah. because it's just a different position. I mean, see, and I would debate <laughs> that argument too a little bit. Although, like I said, I agree that the center has to have a guy to feed him. He has to have a good quality guard. And if you look at any, all these guys, every one of them to win titles yeah. had to have somebody else on the team who was really a star. There, if they won titles. You know, not individual honors, but to win titles, you, you you know you needed that that other guy on there on there. But um, so I I argue that I think you should put the centers on. Maybe that's because that part of my game is that game. But I think you know when you look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the most points ever. Listen, I wouldn't put him ahead of Michael Jordan. I wouldn't. You know, and if I'm picking my if we're if we're drafting a team today, we're all picking Michael Jordan first, of course. Um, but you know you should give a you know a little. Uh, I think you give a thought to him. But. Thought to him. Um, I, well, I think. Because you think about our, our draft that we did. Uh, when was the first center taken? And I can't convince you guys to get Patrick Ewing into the top five, I guess. Be close. It would be close. I, just I think can't, my problem is I can't take any of the five. He could be six. I can move him up to six. I just can't put him in the top five based on who I have, in the, whether they're rearranged or not in my top five. I can't bump him yeah, in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I think, that, you know, the, unfortunately, just the downside of the title, I mean, and you never know. I mean, because I think you just look at the titles, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, because he, you know, because, and I think the other thing is his dominance didn't seem as dominant because you had Jordan 
dominating in his own way. You know, yeah, where I mean, like a Shaq yeah. dominated. I, for me, I think if he beats Elijah Wan and whatever that is, the 94. The one after Jordan, yeah. Yeah, the 94 title. That if he if, if the Knicks win that, I know that I know he doesn't have a Robin. He doesn't have yeah. whatever. But you know, yeah, I think that, at, that would that would that would vault him to me probably into the yeah. Twenty one points, nine point eight rebounds, two point four shots, one point nine assists, one steal, average for a career. Yeah, I want to hear so. Blocks and rebound. I was surprised he didn't average double. Now it was close. It was pretty much the double digits. Okay, Nine point eight. Yeah, and he, and the blocks. I was surprised he didn't average. Like was it one point what? One, uh, it was two point four blocks. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But something you probably forget about him, which I would like to forget, is he didn't finish his career as a Nick. He went. And he played for the Sonics. I don't know how if it was a year or two or three. Well, it's but, like anybody else trying to get a title at that point. I guess, I and guess. you know, he's getting he's getting up on his years. He had Nick's those bad pain. <laughs> He had those bad knees, and they're you know yeah you're out trying to get trying to get a title, and that brings your statistics down when you get that you know yeah. so so that to say like if you if you just segmented out his top years or take out the last couple of years where are those numbers but that goes for everybody else too which is another reason why I think that Kareem is so impressive because his stats are up there for a career uh, above everyone else's so all right. Well, I think that's it. I think we covered the center position for the NBA. This has been uh, two Mets and a Jeff uh, podcast, our first one. So podcast number one in the books. We'll see you next time.